Hi everyone. Welcome back to the First Gen Friends podcast. I am so excited to share that I've been getting really great feedback from friends, family, new people that I haven't met about the last two episodes. Um, And I have also been getting tons of feedback that I should incorporate into my future episodes, including (laughs) the way I keep saying Spanish kids versus Spanish speaking kids versus Latino. I use it incorrectly, but I know the difference. So I just wanted to address that. And instead of me educating you, I thought I would share the exact feedback I got from a good friend of mine who will be on the episode in the future. And yeah, I'll play it here now. I am gonna drop a little knowledge on Spanish versus Latin. When using the word Spanish, always think language or country. So instead of saying, yeah, where are the Spanish students? Unless you're referring to students from Spain, that's incorrect. You, if you're referring to students with Latin heritage who speak Spanish, so from all the countries we're aware of, South America, Central America, and yeah, even Spain, um, then it's always a Latin country. So a Latin student or a Latin American student, like that's, you want to lean on the word Latin or Hispanic. So Spanish always either describing from Spain or the language. Um, And Latin's always a safe bet. (laughs) Love you, bye. So I've thought this over. And if you follow me on Instagram at firstgenfriends, I posted about how I wanted to talk about hand-me-downs and being first gen. I decided I'm going to shelve the hand-me-down topic until I can talk and interview someone who has had a different experience than me so that we can really do the topic justice and focus on the socioeconomics, first gen kind of conversation. So we're going to pivot here. And I want to talk about a new topic that I am extremely passionate about because it was just one of those huge moments in my life and huge chapters in my life that created who I am today. I want to talk about my two very first jobs and being introduced to the food industry, specifically American food, which Honestly, I knew very, very little about, and I'll share hilarious stories that are also embarrassing about how little I knew about the most basic things like pasta and sauce. I'll also talk about how I attribute the way I communicate with strangers and how I deal with adversity based on these jobs that I had. It all started in eighth grade. I was 13 years old, and I remember like it was yesterday, going into the nurse's office and getting my working papers. It was just thrilling to think at 13 years old, 
I'm about to go work and get my own money. Like that was just so exciting to me, just having my own money. I was super excited. Technically I was 13 that summer, turning 14 at the end of the summer. And my mom worked for this man named John. She still does to this day. So hi, John, if you're listening. And she cleaned his house. So we used to go into this restaurant that he owned. It was a pizzeria. And he was like, oh, like, come work for me, you know? And I was like, oh, really? You know, I can come work here? And I felt like I liked that because I knew him. He was really nice. He was really friendly to my mom. My mom worked for him. And I thought this is the perfect way for me to get a job because I know this guy. He's a really awesome guy, like very animated. And if you don't know him, like he could be scary. But if you do know him, he is like just very protective of the people he loves. And I really love that about him. He was very much like a father figure, like a strict father figure that I didn't have in my life. So when I got this job, my mom used to always get marinara sauce from there like tomato sauce from there to make dinner. So she would make pasta and like just use the sauce from his restaurant. And one day she made me go in to get it because she was like, just go in, I already ordered, just grab it and we'll go. I was like, what is the order? Like, what did you get? She's like, I ordered marinara sauce. Just asked him like, oh, can I have the small marinara sauce? And I was like, marinara sauce? Like, what is that? <laughs> Again, like I have no fucking idea. I go into this place and I go to the counter and he's like, hey, Jamie, how is it going? I was like, good. Um, my mom placed an order for marinara sauce. He's like, what? I'm like, I don't marinara sauce, like ma- marinara. And he's like, marinara sauce. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I'm like, yeah. And that's kind of my introduction of like how little I knew about anything with food because I was used to eating arroz con pollo and bistec and empanadas and pupusas and like none of those things are at this Italian restaurant. (laughs) Now that story should have been for me foreshadowing what was to come of my life that summer. (laughs) I honestly was excited to have a job i was like oh i'm gonna be taking pizza orders like people are gonna call and order a large pizza half pepperoni and that's it easy peasy write it down put it in okay no babe this was like a full italian menu of food i've never heard of before like in retrospect, embarrassing because I know all these food items and like I love eating everything. But I used to have the worst anxiety when that phone rang. And like to this day, if I hear that phone, that landline type of ring, it brings me back to being 13 and like sweating, trying so hard to listen to these people. And people are not nice. And that was one of my first introductions to the world of people just like not giving a shit about you and just being really nasty to you. If you don't understand them or you can't hear them, like, excuse me, I'm sorry, can you repeat that? And they would like yell it. And I was like, 
I was a kid. I'm like, all right, calm down. And one of the stories, I'm going to tell you multiple different examples and you guys are going to be like, wow, that's really embarrassing for you. Like, how did you not know this? But again, I didn't eat these things. Like the the most Italian thing I was eating was tomato sauce, which I thought was called marinara sauce, but it was marinara sauce. Like, okay. So I get a phone call one day and this is the time I want to preface this with. This is the time of like Ashanti, Fat Joe, like those like really you know, pop, hip hoppy songs that, you know, what's love, like the whole thing. And I was obsessed with Ashanti. And uh, in one of the songs, you know, Ja Rule's like, Murder Inc. <laughs> there is a uh, inn, like a hotel in the town that I was working called the Motor Inn. And I didn't fucking know that because when am I staying at a hotel in my town? Never. And some guy who was drunk or like under some kind of substance was calling to order food for delivery. And I was asking him like, oh, you know, please, like, can I please have the address? And he was like, murder in. Like, murder in. And I was like, murder in? Like, murder in? He's like, murder Inc. And I was like, oh my God. Okay. So I wrote down murder Inc. Like in all seriousness, I thought he said murder Inc. And I was like, um, okay, sir. So I wrote that down. And John, who's the owner and this other guy, Jason and Mike, like they were pissing their pants laughing when they saw my ticket. And it was so embarrassing, but it's one of those moments. It was like my first weekend. And obviously after them, like anytime I heard like those two words together and it was the motor in and they knew exactly where to go, but it's so embarrassing. And that was just like the beginning. Another story of a person who ordered over the phone, they wanted a fettuccine Alfredo with their chicken Parmesan. I don't fucking know. And when they said fettuccine alfredo, I was like, oh, what kind of sauce do you want on that? Because I assumed in my little peanut brain that fettuccine alfredo was the type of pasta. So my ass told the chef that they wanted fettuccine alfredo with marinara sauce. And the guys put marinara sauce in the fettuccine alfredo. And I nearly gave my boss a heart attack because he was like, what the actual F are you doing? Like, are you dumb? <laughs> And like, I was, I was really dumb. I didn't know these things. People would call and be like, I want the calamat. And I'm like, what the hell is a calamat? And it's calamari. I'm telling you, <laughs> it's not how you say these words. And you're saying it wrong, babes. And you guys confused the shit out of me when I was trying to learn these things from the get-go. So now here I am correcting you as an adult confidently able to say it's calamari prosciutto and mozzarella thank you so not only am I trying to learn these words but I'm also learning how to communicate with people and like stay calm and not be nervous because there were so many times if I couldn't understand someone I would hang up the phone and when they called back I would pray that the other girl 
who was working there would answer it. So I didn't have to, because I'm like, I don't know what they're saying, right? Because I don't know what they mean. And again, I want to say I was 13 years old. I don't know a lot of these things. And I was also like, just a fairly anxious, insecure, like I'm already feeling like an idiot and outsider. And on top of that, like these people were not nice. So that is kind of how I think I, a part of why I grew such thick skin that today when I don't know something, I could be like, oh, explain it to me. You know, whereas back then I'd be like really upset and offended and like, oh, they think I'm dumb. Now I'm like, hey, I didn't know that, but thank you for letting me know. Like on top of that, I was dealing with really rude people, right? So I would get really upset and when people would yell at me, it would impact me. It would like made me really sad. So I was like, I cannot do this job all summer. I remember just like being super anxious, having to go into work, being super nervous that like someone was going to say something mean to me that, you know, they were going to complain about me to my boss that he was going to yell at me. Like it was just a not, it was not a great um, environment, not from an employee perspective because they were all so welcoming and funny. And I felt like I was part of their family more so the customers i was like who's coming in today like who's gonna try me today and how am i gonna deal with them and not break down so anyway i ended up working there for about two years until officially like you know something happened other people started to come in and i just like really didn't like the way management was there so i was like you know what i need to figure something out this isn't for me I was already in the food world and I really did like the food world one because I eat for free and two because I just love talking to people and like the employees were a lot of fun and I really like that camaraderie feel and community. I think that was the beginning of when I really started to feel like I fit in and I was around people who were protecting me and I didn't feel like I was nervous all the time in my environment. I was more nervous about what was going to happen like with the customers. So fast forward, I quit and I don't have anything lined up, but I have a friend. Her name is Alyssa, who I'm still friends with and who I love very much. I was hanging out with her one night in high school and she it was at a house party and I was telling her about how I quit and I didn't have a job and I'm looking at other restaurants to see like if anyone's hiring. And she was like, oh, you should come work at this place that I work. Like I've been there for two years. I think she also started when she was 13. So she had been there a while and and really liked it and was obviously there and made a lot of money for like people our age. Because a lot of my friends who did have jobs had like hourly jobs. Alyssa was a waitress. So her income was based on the tips that she got, which is similar to me, but mine was like pizzeria tips. This was like restaurant tips, which is a lot more. It was a Saturday night and it was slammed. And someone had gotten into an argument and she quit, like she left. And my boss, my new boss, who was owner of the restaurant was like, what the actual F are we going to do? And I had already showed interest in wanting to become a waitress because I was like helping them. And I was like, I want to learn this. And I would read the menu and like train. They were like slowly grooming me, training me because they saw that I was really interested. And 
I kind of did it at the pizzeria, but not at this level. So they threw me on the floor. And what I mean by that is they gave me an apron and they were like, start taking orders because we are about to get busy. And I was sweating. And I made $124 that night. I'll never forget it because I was shook. I was I was like, what? In one night, I had so much fun and I made $124. This is what I want to do. Like, get me a shift. I will come here. I will, you know, work my ass off. I will get better. It took me about six months to really get good at it because I sucked. I was a horrible waitress because I would forget things. I would get overwhelmed really quickly. I, you know, people would want to make substitutions and changes. And there were certain things that you could substitute other things you couldn't. So when I would like go into the kitchen, like, Hey, they want this instead of this, the kitchen would lose their shit on me and be like, are you fucking stupid? Like you can't do that. And they were nasty too. Like I, they truly cursed me out all the time. So like now here's another level of people being really aggressive to me on the floor, but also in the kitchen. And now I had to deal with that and you know, try to strategize, like, how am I going to ask nicely? And how do I create relationships with these people? So that when things do come, and I want their help, they're more willing to help me versus being super nasty to me. I was there for 10 years, 10 years, from 15 to 25. I was working at this cafe, and these people became my family. I felt so connected to them because they were there with me on weekends. They were there with me on weeknights. I got my brothers to get jobs there and we would just like, you know, switch switch shifts. We would hang out after work. The shifts were from five o'clock to one in the morning. And at one in the morning, they'd come to my house and we'd have wine and like bring home chicken tenders and fries. And it was just a really cool time in my life where I learned a lot. I made a ton of friends that I'm still friends with today. And and they helped me become an adult, honestly. Like the family I created at the cafe, I will hold on to forever. Um, They really helped me go through um, breakups with friends, breakups with guys, I would be, you know, in a really dark place. And and I always felt like when I went to work, it was home and I felt safe there that I missed those times dearly. And there were fights and anything that you can think of as like high school drama. We had that at the cafe and that's where I grew up. That was my life. Those were my people. And the fact that I'm still friends with people that I worked with highlights the quality of the friendship and how we all had very similar socioeconomic backgrounds. And when I left there, it was after I graduated college and I went into the real world, into the work world. And I was able to take those things that I learned from that job into my professional life, into my adult life. The problems that we solved, while they were so trivial back then, I do believe that they built a foundation for 
who I became. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed hearing about how at 13 years old, I started my working journey and how these jobs truly helped me as a first-gen American Latina learn so many basic skills outside of what they teach us in school. I found role models through my coworkers and customers. They honestly taught me what I wanted to be like and what not to be like. I also learned the importance of communicating with people who aren't always kind (laughs) and how to respond to the not so low key microaggressions. If you know, you know. My parents had a very different style of communicating, so I worked hard to unlearn those ways. And today I am proud to say I truly love to kill people with kindness. See you next time.